0: FOREVER!
1: Welcome to Very That, starring moi, Raja, and my good friend Delta. Hi Delta. Hola, Hi. <laughs> What's shaken? I don't know. You're looking cute though. That fresh Thank that wig you. is looking really, really tight. Uh, Thank for those you. of you who are just listening, you you or what if you're just listening you. listening, you won't even see how cute it is. But if you're watching Do you see this?
2: Uh, oh, so yeah. Do
1: you see this? Well, this is the oh. ring of the day. Okay. 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 I like it. I'm into it. You look beautiful. Do I? You know what? Okay. Listen. Listen. I am on. This is this is my version of rebellion against drag right now. Like, you know, you know me. If 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 people are doing one thing, I'm gonna be the bitch that does the other thing. So you know what? I I'm just like I'm all about minimalism when it comes Mm. to my makeup. Or is it just because I'm fucking lazy?
2: Uh, (laughs) I don't. No, I mean, I think I think there's a way to be minimal and effective, and minimal and sloppy. And I don't think you're doing
1: sloppy. Yeah. So I I yeah. don't consider myself regressing, but I am reverting to like my early days of drag, when mm. in in fact I don't really need to paint all the features in when the features are already there and just should be oh. slightly enhanced. That's what I'm uh-huh. going for. Yes. So it's not minimal. It's just. It's already there.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. You don't see, I see it? Okay. Yeah. You do? Yeah. I hung out with Laganja the other day. We did a show together, a socially distanced show. And she came in. Where? And she, uh At the executive suite in Long Beach. Okay. And- she came in, and she had just a very sheer eye that was, like, lavender and and, and yellow. And, like, we just kind of kept, like, staring back and forth. And she's like, what's up? And I was like, tell me about this, like, lemon and lavender eye. And she's like, you know what, Mary? <laughs> Don't. She's like, I'm feeling... This is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling ethereal. I'm feeling okay. sheer. And like, of course, I mean, she looked gorgeous. There was no mm-hmm. secret about that. But youth. it was just it's so funny because she was trying to like, in her mind, she was like, look, I'm going to see you next week. I'll have on more makeup. I'm like, ah, you can wear whatever <laughs> you want. Like, But it was just so funny because, you know, you get in those moods where definitely, especially, you know, since we've been doing so much digital
1: drag and you have Mm. the gift of a ring light which Mm -hmm. forgives quite a bit yes the ring light yeah, listen. The ring light is like saving my life. Like, yes, it evens you out. It, it's the re- it's the lighting that you could never get on stage if you were live in person. Absolutely. You know, and so I'm into it. But yes, so this is my moods right now. Is like I, you know, everybody paints so damn hard, and you know what? There's there's room for that, and that is a trend. And sure, and the kids love it. But like, when you're gorgeous, you're gorgeous, and you just put on a little like you know, Kimchi. L- allow me to just name drop Kimchi chic. Oh. Uh-huh. Eyeshart like, or whatever the fuck it's called. Like on my lids, you know, and a little bit on the lips nice. too. And I got some Hank and Henry. I just want to make sure that these people still keep sending me free stuff. Nice. So. I'm I'm actually wearing eyeliner
2: and foundation both from Daiso and I'm very proud of that.
1: Oh, bitch, Daiso. It's my
2: favorite store on the planet. Ever. Oh my ever. God.
1: Can, like, can you imagine, like, if we grew up with Daiso? We, even, we had pick and save. Which I later know. became and big, big lots is big lots is not pick and save it's not no. the same thing no 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 it isn't but you know and th- uh, I I love Daiso I love shopping there I um, often I you you can never really overspend there it's like a yeah. Japanese ninety nine cent store ninety nine cent only right
2: yeah, yeah well and that's the, one of the secrets I I I, I don't want to give away my secret but I feel like I should because it will help me in the long run. People ask a lot of times how I wear my my false nails and most people will use super glue or nail glue and I uh, and some people use those uh two-sided tabs that are for like mailing or crafting but mm-hmm. I buy mine at Daiso in the little in the little cosmetic section and they're just on one little arm and I go in and I will buy a fat ass like The whole thing. And I always think I don't want to tell people because then they're going to buy them all. But in my mind, if I do tell people, they'll keep stocking them and I'll never run out. Uh, But they fit your big old fingers?
1: what big thing what are you talking about big fingers look how thin my fingers are look at that (laughs) look at that look at that you know what this morning i was thinking about this and actually not just this morning but a few times every time i have to get in drag while we're in this like quarantine moment i think of this song that you used to always perform when we were at rage that i loved did i shave my legs for this
0: yes who is that by
3: that's yeah.
2: D- it's a country singer named dina carter and her biggest hit was <laughs>
1: strawberry wine but
2: oh. but did i shave
1: my legs for this the live version is the one. Oh, oh, oh! strawberry wine s- strawberry wine itself sounds disgusting but um no you're but you're a wine connoisseur i thought you liked know, all kinds of wine i know i only drink grape wine not strawberry wine. oh yeah i'm excuse like that excuse me but yeah, I always think about that song. Did I shave my legs for this? Because it's like, it's so hard to right. get into the drags in, right. this, uh, in this time, in this day and age.
2: Anyway. Well, I was just thinking as I'm sitting here, like, obviously I have on like cargo shorts and a pair of Toms. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what if there was like an emergency? And people can't see, but like in front of me, in order to have everything set up the way I wanted, I have an ironing board. And that's my that's my table. So I can adjust that the height Uh and I don't have to buy another table. So but I just thought, what if there was an emergency and I like ran off well, me run, but I I trotted off and uh-huh. people were just like, fuck, like, what, how, what, I, so, <laughs> so day and night, bitch, what's going on above? The, uh, we see what's going on above the ring light, but fucking
1: below. <laughs> wow. I haven't even thought about a, an ironing table. They are very convenient because they go very wide and they're very yeah. sort of like, yeah, and yeah. yeah so and ironing table. It just goes table. put away.
2: No one will see it.
1: Well, here we are. This is the second. The second episode. And at some yes. point I hope that I, I hope that we lose count. Yeah we will. get to I hope that we get to do as many of these as possible, but we are on our second mm-hmm. episode of our podcast Woo! together as Rukas.
4: Beow, 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 beow. Beow, 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 beow.
1: And I am. I feel better now. I feel better about it. Last week, it was a little bit like we were figuring it out. There was tech issues. <laughs> it's fucking <I'm>, on. <laughs> With the what fecks. are you talking about? There was like a moment when I was doing toot and boot uh, a few weeks ago. I mean, this, literally, we've been doing this for six months, you know. Uh-huh. And there was a there was there was that moment when I was doing toot and boot. I don't know how long ago, when I actually broke down and cried and like
4: cried
1: just because I couldn't handle it, sis. It was hard for me. me. Because like I didn't have the right cord, I didn't have the right headphones. I didn't have the light wasn't on and the Mm -hmm. angle and the blah 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 fuck off. And I just broke down into tears. Um, but uh, thank God for our wonderful producers that keep mm-hmm. us from breakdown and crying and having nervous breakdowns. So I texted you like two days ago, Delta, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Girl, have you seen the social dilemma? Did you watch it?" Right. No, I've been
2: too busy watching
1: Ghost Hunters new
2: season and also um, Dead Files, so I d- have not seen it. So I'm I'm, I'm I apologize. I don't apologize um outwardly i apologize but i'm not i don't feel bad but
1: maybe i should see it tell me about it i want to hear you're you are you're, you're fine i mean like i can give you a quick quick like breakdown yeah. of what it's about but it basically is this film on netflix that has been very very popular it's on their like top 10 trending uh you know it, it it's quite refreshing i think because like for a second we were all into like the tiger king and um uh-huh. by the way why is why is that lady on dancing with the stars didn't she kill her husband well, I mean, you know, you can ask this question about, about
2: why a lot of people are brought back to be on TV shows. It's like, oh, what, is, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like, is there anything left at some point? You know what I mean? That is the truth. But anyway, i didn't okay, say yeah yeah. So anyway, this film is a documentary which I am actually obsessed with. I watch so many fucking documentaries. Like I am not a Game of Thrones binge watcher. Like I don't want to mm-hmm. binge watch anything. I would like to watch a documentary that educates me in one way or another. So anyway, okay. this film does that and it's um it's a it's a film that describes how social media And the Internet, quote, unquote, uh, you know, is basically like we think we're in full control of it, but they're actually in control of us. Mm -hmm. And it is told Mm -hmm. in the viewpoint of the people who invented basically what we know today as social media. One of the guys that's on there was the guy who created the fucking like button. Wow. Like, think about it that way. You know, so these are people who were like at the beginning stages of the Internet and they're basically telling you. That no one has control of it. And that you are being manipulated on every level by social media. Okay. Mm. Now, I know that we are very involved in it. But my, my curiosity is on your take on social media. Because you are literally the only person I know that quit Facebook and is right. fine with it. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean...
2: You know, no secret, a a, a Google search will pull up articles about, uh, you know, my departure from Facebook, not because I was so popular, but because it was about drag essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what happens is we present something. And then because the only way you can really put uh, emphasis on what you're doing or what you're saying is to throw in emojis. So people will throw in emojis and uh, that is supposed to be your way of going, I'm just kidding, or I'm very serious about this. And mm-hmm. without those emojis, you don't really have uh, any other way to determine context. Mm-hmm. So things will happen personally or professionally, and you'll share that information. And then, uh, you know, and it does still happen on Instagram. But when I was on Facebook, things were happening for me professionally where... Um, people that were not directly related would jump in and go, well, I heard this. Mm. And, well, I saw you with this person, so this means this. Or, Mm -hmm. I thought you were friends with this person. Why is this happening? So with that information, uh, it just starts to snowball. And people start Mm -hmm. to go, well, I don't know, because seven days ago, you sure were at this place. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe I, maybe I was at that place. It doesn't mean that that place has anything to do with those people. It could have been about this. That. So it creates this snowball and people decide who you are, what you meant, how you meant it, who you're fighting with, who you're not fighting with. Mm-hmm. It's that whole thing about, you know, you say, oh, gosh, I love oranges. And people jump on, oh, so you can't stand bananas is what you're saying. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, right now I'm having this really great dish with oranges. And so it got to the point where because we uh, – especially people from Drag Race and mm-hmm. then, of course, Dragula and and, and all the different uh, sort of houses of drag, wh- wherever you're from, um, people have fan bases or, or supporters or enthusiasts who then like to argue with the other, the other factions. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. you just become collateral damage in it. And I was like, you know, I can't do this on Facebook anymore. I just wanted to use... uh, And I got rid of Twitter as well at the same time, actually. And Mm -hmm. I I did have a Twitter account. Me too.
1: I I haven't used Twitter in a long time. And I think for, in fact... Like, the only thing that appears on my Twitter is anything that's connected to my Instagram. Or it's just things that I put on, like, eight years ago that, you know, it just tells my horoscope, like, automatically. So,
2: And that's what happens. You know, people, they they think that, you know, you're fighting with this person. Or you can't – or you're backtracking on something. Or you're vague booking. Or you're doing all those things. And – It just becomes such a thing. I mean, it even happens now. Just like two weeks ago, I had to reset my settings on Instagram to people 18 and over because not saying that everyone under 18 was negative. It's a thing. Yeah, you can actually set it to 18 or even 21 um, or just set it to entirely private. Um, But, you know, when I was going live on Instagram, I was getting a lot of people that were coming in and really saying incredibly racist, incredibly horrible things just to be recognized. Because a Mm -hmm. lot of these people negative attention is still attention and they're they're someone's not giving them
1: what they need and so they'll seek it out however they can get it Mm -hmm. yes 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 um one of the things that they talk about in this film is how the um social media industry things like facebook and instagram and you know because they're all somehow related um you know there's an addiction to it and we have, mm-hmm. and we have, we are, we are now suddenly, here I am in 2020 at 46 years old. I'm addicted to my handheld device that, you know, right? and we, and my phone tells me how many hours I'm on, on I'm on weekly, mm-hmm. like daily. And you know, how many times during the week and, uh, regularly it, te- my phone fucking tells me that I'm on it for almost 12 hours a day. Sure. Sure. And I, you know, even when I worked full time fucking slinging lipsticks at MAC Cosmetics 10 years, 15 years ago, you know, I, I, that's more than a work day. And it sure. talks about how it perpetuates addiction and how we cannot take ourselves mm-hmm. off of these machines, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, like, recently, as of like the last, you know, few days in our conversations over text, I've actually gotten rid of my Facebook, um, uh app i took it off of my phone okay and i that's my that's my own experiment sure sure i I i have to try it i have to try to wean myself off just the way i weaned myself off of twitter years ago but um i find that we're not really finding those connections anymore because we spend so much fucking time on the phone I mean, well, and it's just getting I mean, it's
2: almost become a requirement now with the pandemic and with social distancing. Mm -hmm. It's like it is not only is it a form of promotion for shopping for, uh, for connecting girl. to one another, for uh, validation in many ways. I mean, listen. You know, I I always think to myself. I, I see people that do that professionally know how to be an influencer, and I mm-hmm. watch what they do. And I know that at certain times they drop a picture, or certain you know they know when they're going to get their traffic. And and it's important, I think, for people who. Who do have a sort of a platform to use it for advertising or telling people their political stance or whatever, but um, at the same time, um, it, that addiction there is very true because you can validate it by saying, "Oh, well, I have to be on
1: here for work. That's what I do. That's what I do." But honestly, it's like right. I'm on it way too much. I'm not even working that much. I'm like, really? I'm working? Right. No, I'm not. I'm just sitting there like fucking looking at hot ass, thotty, fucking thirsty boys. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I just do stupid things, you know? Well, you know, I'm just as
2: guilty of, of all of it. I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll, and it's not saying you can't share things that are interesting to you. Like, oh, this is this quote makes me feel great. Of course, that's that's a great thing to do. But it's when people become authorities about everything and you're like, you're not an authority on everything, and you know. On, on the flip side of this, or not really the flip side, but just another example, you and I will be we will be texting one another in a conversation through our iPhones, but mm-hmm. we are also having a conversation simultaneously on Instagram. We do that.
1: We do that. We're, we we are that. really do that. We do that. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, I mean, I, I know that we're all like, guilty. We are all guilty of it something. Is- that film, I really, really suggest you watch it. I think it's am going of those, to. I know, like, I know you have your your own, uh, you know, things that you like to watch, but I think just like take a moment and watch it, just because it really provides a window mm-hmm. and um, a, a clear vision of what the intentions of of the internet are and how it com- completely influences us in right. propaganda, in product, in things, and it's just that you know we're so inundated by it and 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 i would like i just like i need some time off from it you know yeah. to just kind of or just just break away from it just slightly but now since i've gotten rid of my my facebook i find that i'm spending twice as much time on instagram so what the fuck who cares let me let me <laughs> you're just you're going to be somewhere oh my god it's either that or porn or i i don't know All yo um you know when your phone tells you like which one which sites you go up to like which ones you look at the most mm-hmm. do you have that on your phone I'm sure I do, but I, I don't think I've ever really looked at it. Mine is OnlyFans and Pornhub, so that's how gross I am. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, with that said, why don't we take a quick little break and then we'll we'll come back to this and we'll 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 talk some more. Yes. Be right back. Be right back.
0: Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian-approved meals and ingredients that you can trust.
4: Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up.
0: Head to factormeals.com/drag50 Drag 50. and use code DRAG50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Savings you can taste. That's
4: drag code DRAG50 at FactorMeals.com slash DRAG50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
0: This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all in one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're
4: just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your
0: audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, So, you show up more often to more people
4: and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need.
0: Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks. As icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google. To reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. I love that seller's
4: They've really thought of it all.
0: They really have. So head to Squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to Squarespace.com slash drag Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's Squarespace.com
4: slash drag Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
0: Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you
4: have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you.
0: Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility.
4: Plus these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad. So they are by the people for the people.
0: Willem, um, let's answer one of these prompts together, okay? Here's here's a good one. It says, "I feel proudest of who I am when." I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm like on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like this is this is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that.
4: I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes! LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by
0: showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for.
1: And we're back. You are joining us right now on Barry That, starring Delta Work and Rajah Barry That. Oh, honey, it's Barry That. that. That's how you pronounce it, actually. It's pronounced Barry That. Harry That. (laughs) Barry. Harry Barry <laughs> anyway we're back and um, you know we want to encourage all of our listeners and viewers uh, to send in some questions that you have for us if you have any um, if you're if you're curious or you have comments or questions or anything that you would like to send to us by all means definitely let us know we want to hear what you have to say we have if you, we want to answer your questions and we definitely want to um, Engage. Engage. Yes. Yeah. Well, we
2: have a an email here that I'm we... going to read. Uh oh. And yeah. Hi, Queens. So excited that you decided to do a podcast. I'm mm. subscribed and I can't wait to listen each week. I'm a longtime fan of both of yours and would love to know your take on the mainstreaming and PC-ness of drag. When I was younger, it felt like drag was dangerous and counterculture and could make people feel uncomfortable with social commentary. But now it feels like it's more about celebrity makeup tutorials and brand partnerships. I know this is a bigger conversation and ultimately it's a good thing that more queens are visible Accepted in the mainstream and making money, but I just wanted to know what are your thoughts on this? Love you, mean it, longtime drag fan. What are your thoughts, Russia?
1: Well, that's a loaded, loaded, loaded question. Loads. I mean, it's loads. And we I take love your loads. loads, honey. Bring those loads in. Fucking ha, loads. Baby. And uh, you know, it that is loaded. It's a very interesting one to and it's one that kind of relates to I think what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I just think that uh I think there's so much access to right. to what queens are doing. And I long and miss the days when there was not a fucking camera around, but a disposable. And if you didn't have it, the moment was not caught. It yep. didn't need a video. It didn't. I, I'm, I'm glad because I did some pretty fucking crazy and rotted things that I just am glad never were caught on camera. Right. Right.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I definitely see this, and and especially this year of my life, I, I've come to realize that there's so much that we all individually definitely have to be accountable for, and definitely have mm. to understand um, time and place, and and what is your fight. And what is your place to speak on something
1: and what is not your place? Um, I mean, turn up the volume on that. I need right. people to really listen to what you just said because at, because there's there's context.
2: There is context. And there's also, you know, I think we're going to go into this. I think we're going to go into this a lot in our podcast, a, a lot about what we used to do, what we do now, and and, and somewhere in between that where we strike a balance because, you know, I like to see life as, uh, well, it's kind of black and white this way or that way, right and wrong. But there's there's definitely so many shades of gray when it comes to this. Um, I do feel like, yeah, drag is, and, and I think, you know, drag race has been a vehicle for promoting and giving people a, a, a platform and a place to speak on, on things that bother them or, so, or social injustices or, or great things too. But um, I think, You know, regardless of how many quote followers we have, we all do have that platform, and we have that a bit of responsibility to the people that support us and follow us to make our voices heard and let people know. And not everybody wants to do that, but Mm -hmm. you know, this year with with the pandemic, with Black Lives Matter movement, with uh, you know, everything that's been going on with with so many trans people in. especially in news now not saying that that this is the only year trans people have been murdered especially trans people of color but it's been more uh more covered i think now and because Mm. of that people want to hear what their queer leaders have to say make a statement and you know this year some of our our icons uh have been silent on social media Mm. and uh when it comes to things like the 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 Black Lives Movement specifically, I don't believe as a non-Black person, it's my place to call into question any Black person's position because existence is resistance. So it's not my position to tell someone of color, hey, this is what you need to be doing or saying. But mm. as a queer person, it is my responsibility to call into question other queer leaders and what they've done, what they plan to do with their platform, and mm-hmm. how... Especially if there's an expectation for us to do it, other people in our position should be doing the same.
1: I, I mean, yes, I agree with you a hundred, uh, one thousand percent. There, there's, a, you know, there are times when a person, you know, I, I, I suppose I am a queer leader. I am a queer leader. No, I don't suppose I am a queer leader. You're a queer leader. <laughs> I'm t- <laughs> oh my God. Let's <laughs> stop it. Um, but really, sometimes uh, there are moments where I just you know I'm not I I'm not quick to to trend on things. Sure, like, I really like, especially with the Black Lives Matter um, um, movement. It's like some, mo- most times I just really need to listen. Sure, absolutely, like, I, I you know as a and I am a person of color, but I certainly have not lived the ac- the black experience at all. So, But uh, there's a part of me that really, really just wants to listen to the conversations. And like I was saying, I got rid of Facebook because I'm just sick of like stupid ass people like putting up all these articles. I actually follow some really, you know, I follow Sean King. And uh, there's this guy that I love, Conscious Lee. There's so many people on Instagram that are actually saying the things that I really, really, really super need to hear right now. But anyway, have we gone on a a tangent a little bit on this? Listen, I mean, we, I I think what we're both saying is is 100%
2: true. Our job is to listen to other people's stories Mm -hmm. and utilize our space for other people to hear those stories. Right. And... It's not just to put up a black box or it's not it's not just to do what's visible. I mean, everything, you know, what you're doing, you have to take to the polls what you're doing. You have to take into the way you treat people on a daily basis. And uh, I think some people, you know, we've seen especially this year, you know, with with so many things happening. We've seen people get called out for for doing that sort of like lip service of of being caught taking pictures at protests just to have the picture to post. And it's like, that's doing such a disservice. It really is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you have questions about something like that, or just something off the top of your head that you think is maybe something that would be interesting to us that we we would want to share with you, totally write in. Send us an email. We would love to hear that.
1: I have a question for you. Um, Have you ever... Sucked a dick for money outside of the Yukon in the parking lot of Trader Joe's. <laughs> I
2: fucking can't stand you.
1: <laughs> That's my personal question to you. because That's your personal I, question for me. I
2: think I actually have. Uh, I, no, I, I know that have you been. have. <laughs> and I know that you know the secrets in my spires. I know that you know the <laughs> echo that is love. And um I know that you are just asking me these questions because you want me to share the really juicy, juicy bits. And this segment is only fifteen minutes long,
1: and I just couldn't
2: possibly.
1: So maybe I'll have to you know, write I, in a letter I, myself. I, I had to. I uh, recently I watched our season of Drag Race, and oh the, god, of, sorry. It was oh my god, cringy to but say the least. Wasn't it different then? It was. It seemed a little more authentic.
2: Seasons one, two, three, four, maybe like so
1: different. It was such a different time, and one of the things that I really loved on watching that episode, there was this thing where you're um, being interviewed, and you're like, you know what, Raja and I are so close, I know exactly how many Armenian cab drivers. I do. She's fucked. I do. <laughs> and that warms my cockles, it warms my heart. It, it just, warms it's my like, cockle, cock, too. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my God, the story. We should talk Listen.
2: about your, your your prosciutto ham recipes and all that stuff soon too.
1: That is so crazy you said that because me and Phil, you know, Philip. well, Phil, nobody, people, yeah. Philip and I were talking about the other day about how many things I've shoved my ass and <laughs> shoved up my ass and have eaten out of it, including prosciutto.
2: Yeah, including, absolutely. <laughs> including,
1: including. Including, but including, not limited to. <laughs> but never limited to. Anyway, um, so yeah. You guys, send in your questions, your inquiries, your comments. Uh, we might not get to all of them, but we're gonna definitely, definitely. We want to talk. We want to know what you want to know. Yeah. So, um, I want to know, Delta, are you wearing cargo shorts right now?
2: I am wearing. I am wearing gray cargo shorts. My favorite color is gray. I don't know if you know this, but my favorite color. I, I is did gray. not know that. And my favorite accent color is orange. But ah. so if somebody, if it was like a bright thing, what would your bright color would be? That. But gray, I, lo- I have everything I have is gray. I love to mm. wear black too, of course. But gray is always my go to, especially like a Green. charcoal
1: gray. It's a neutral. I love it.
3: Yeah. It but really I like to, I, do
2: you agree that animal print is a neutral as well? Of
1: course. Of course. Who doesn't. I mean, like everyone must wear animal print. Isn't that an Alaska song? Of course. Um, my other question is: Before we go, did you shower today? I did shower
2: today, and you know what? I'm going to shower a second time because I have to do a, a show, an in-person appearance tonight uh, in Long Beach, and I'm going to have to take this makeup off and have a little bit more makeup on for the show. So I'm going to have to shave again because you know my beard grows in extremely fast. Really fast? Do you have a,
1: hair, you have a hairy chest?
2: Um, uh, like, like, just concentrated in the middle, like here. But it does. Ooh. It grows in pretty thick. Let it let it grow out. A lot of people think I'm uh, the, uh, Tom Selleck. A lot of people think I look like Tom Selleck. So. <laughs> you see it. You see it. You see it. I see it. No, I don't see it. But yeah, you do. It's because I wear uh, op car- a corduroy shorts sometimes too. <laughs> Okay, well don't be jealous, so
1: <laughs> you're gross. Okay, with that said, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with very long very wah wah wah. wah.
3: You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with Five Y's. Movies Baby. Yeah, yeah, slay. yeah, slay,
1: slay, slay, slay! Do you slay all day? I slay all day in every way. Yeah. Oh wow.
4: Okay. In every way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes,
2: mother. <laughs> Miss Ma, Mama. M- Are mama. you
1: mom, mama, or mother? I think I'm mom, but like seriously, I don't think I'm anybody's like I have my drag children, but I'm actually more auntie. Like some oh, okay. some some of the young kids now call me auntie, which I actually really like. I prefer that than mom, because I'm I don't want to be responsible. Like, don't call me your mom. Like right. your mom. Yeah. I'm, I'm your Nina. Auntie. I'm Nina. Tia. I'm Nina. Tia Kuka.
2: That's who I am. (laughs) But everyone already knows that. Everyone always tells me like when when I'm in drag, like no one ever comes up and is like, oh my God, you're the sexiest or you're the most beautiful. They always go, you totally remind me of my aunt or my mom, which I take as a huge compliment, by the way, a massive compliment because that gives them comfort in some way. Well, um, I need to meet their aunt. Like, they better
1: be like you. They better, I hope so. They better. They better. You know they, are. they better smell like you. That perfume better be that. It better I'm be. S- speaking of that, I need to put something on. What perfume are you wearing today?
2: Well, right now I'm wearing cashmere. <gasps> um,
1: that's, you know, that's, my, that's one of my mom's favorites. Cashmere.
2: You think yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know these things? I know these things.
1: Cashmere. Cashmere. Who's that by again?
2: uh this is kashmir is by who is this by chopard you know i have a story about this that we can share in a photo another time but i first got my first bottle of this from janice dickinson no stop it you would have got it too if you had shown up for the
1: gig that day I didn't, yeah. You didn't. That's why
2: I got the gig, because you wouldn't show up.
1: (laughs) But I'll share that story. I wonder what Janice is up to, yeah. I You know, I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. Oh my God, Janice Dickinson. I do miss her. I remember there was one time when I went to, um, when I was, when I used to go-go dance at Foo Bar. Uh, Definitely, no, I was going to say a low point in my life, but no, it wasn't. But (laughs) I used to go-go dance there, and... uh, Janice Dickinson showed up and at the time I was still working on Top Model Mm -hmm. and um, she showed up and I remember we both got really really fucked up and did some things in the little bathroom on the side and I was go-go dancing on the stage and Janice Dickinson fully licked like licked from chin to the top of my giant forehead licked my face off because she was was feeling it she She was was feeling it. it that way she felt she felt it and she felt it with her tongue on my wow. face. Wow. She got a mouthful of NW45 Studio Fix. Wow. in her mouth. Well, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: that she's she's you know what? She lives uh she lives lives life and loves life and she really does love people. I mean, you know, she I have so much to share about that photo shoot. We, we can share that, I think, another time because there's tons of photos in it. And it actually, the only reason I got to do it, and you remember this, is because you weren't actually, you were going out of town, I think, for Top Model or something. And so you were like, have Delta do it because they wanted, you know, in their minds, if Raj is not going to do it, let's do polar opposites of what the image was going to be. And so it worked out perfectly. But yeah, Chopard, Janice Dickinson gave me my first bottle of that.
1: Oh, Chopard, cashmere. If you yep. can't actually afford a Chopard diamond, then you might as well go to Duty Free and get that perfume.
2: Absolutely. I,
1: yeah, the same with Thierry Mugler and Gautier. Yeah, if you can't afford the actual couture, like I cannot... Then mm-hmm. get the get the parfum,
2: and if you can't afford the parfum, you parfum. can just follow me, and I'll tell you where to get them at the ninety nine cent stores all over Southern California. Because I love to find designer imposters that don't really last that long, but I still think they're fun to have. But ninety nine cent only, ninety nine only.
1: 99 only. There's a difference. nine only. Okay, so speaking of pictures, it is time for... You see something. Find something. See something. You find something. You see
2: something. See? You see something
1: because I see something. <laughs> <laughs> I spy. I see something with my very <laughs> eye thing. Uh-huh. No, I see this picture in front of us. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. And for those who are visually impaired, who are only listening to us and can't see this picture, this is a photo of Chad Michaels, Mm -hmm. Dolly Levi, Delta Work, Mm -hmm. and myself. Yes. Down the line, we have Chad Michaels as Batgirl, Dolly Levi as Supergirl, Delta Work as She-Ra, and Raja as Wonder Woman. Tell me yes. about the picture, Delta. <laughs> so, well, and this is interesting that we would
2: go right into this because we do have a lot of. We talked about Rage or the closing of Rage, but mm. a lot of our really good memories of theme nights come from bars on Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, Rage, God. Mickey's, Peanuts. uh, you know, uh, basically all of the bars, and the, and down even further as you get towards the freeway, we work those bars too. Um hey but this picture um, is again another dream girls theme night um you will know uh, you guys will know Chad michaels as the winner of all- stars um mm-hmm. so many of our cast by the way from dream girls like there's enough dream girls of Southern California yeah. uh cast members that have been on drag race that you could actually do a full all-star season with just dream girls <laughs> cast members. Listen, we're I talking. I think that's a
1: great idea. It, mean, is. A, it is. It yeah. is a great
2: idea because the Dream Girls are versed in not just female impersonation, but we also do m- what would typically be called a male character. We Whoa. do those. We do celebrities. We do themes. We do gowns. We do all those things. So you're talking Chad Michaels, Raja, Venus Delight, Jasmine Masters, Morgan, Sonique, um, Chanel, myself. God. Um, who else is in there? I know I'm missing people. And Uh, did you say detox? Detox. uh... um, uh, And then, of course, from Dracula, the winner of Dracula, Landon Cider. Yes. There's so many entertainers from Dreamgirls, but this Mm -hmm. is what this is what we did at Dreamgirls. This is this is what we were known for is theme nights. This was a superhero theme night, and everyone always brought their own flavor. Some were. Severe cosplayers. Chad's really well versed in cosplay, and he well loves he doing would that. he
1: wouldn't he would not he's such a cosplayer that I don't think you're supposed to pronounce it that way. I think you're supposed to say coos player or some oh, shit coos. like that. Oh, coos. I saw well, I'm I am coo- into couscous. <laughs> I'm into couscous play. <laughs> Me too. Uh,
2: um, but so Chad, you know, Chad is loves that. Dolly loves that. Dolly Levi. Yeah. If you guys don't know who Dolly Levi is, she's a legend in Southern California, entertaining for probably 40 plus years in drag. Um, is in her early 60s and dances circles around everyone I know. Um, Dolly is here as Supergirl. I'm doing my She-Ra because I love 80s cartoons. Uh, mm-hmm. Raja was doing, like, you know, uh, Wonder Woman here in this picture. And we would just have so much fun. And at Dream Girls, you know, we used to do – it wasn't – the show – there was enough cast members and there, there was – enough of a pace and a break in between where we would do all of our makeup changes too you know that oh, would yes, go yes, yes. into stuff so this is just such a fun picture because we used to have the space and the time and people that would actually come to see this type of show they knew it was a theme night they would wear their own superhero either costume or they would wear like a you know a batman shirt however they wanted to 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 celebrate it according to um, theme yeah. And you, we would do mixes, you know, we still do that. I still do, you know, tons of my, well, it I was, do my it was own mixes. Like,
1: It was like pre, like what, what we would con- well, call now meet and greet. We would have right. like a, a social hour before the show right? Uh, where we would have wine and cheese and it was, it was like a thing, you know, and people would show Absolutely. up and... I think for me personally, I think that Dreamgirls really gave me a sense of discipline, although I did do a ton of cocaine in the bathroom of uh, during break, you know, because there was always an intermission. But what I did learn, like watching Chad, Chad Michaels, and when, when he invited me to be part of the Dreamgirls, it felt like such a privilege. And in fact, in some ways, I feel like being invited to be part of the Dreamgirls was even... Or as the, as as big a deal as being on Drag Race for me. Yes, as far as monumental moments in my life and being validated. And I remember when Chad asked me to be on the Dream Girls, and I knew that you had to be on your fucking toes. Whatever you did, whatever your vision, whatever your point of view in drag was, do it all the way. Be there on time, and and don't be that girl that borrows everything from everybody like my right. like me like me. Oh, I'm, I, you know, you know how I am. I know now. you guys used to talk about me because I I I would borrow the bobby pin. I'd be like Delta, can I use your Aquanet? Um, I forgot my powder at home. I know it's lighter than me, but like, you know, like it was always that I was, I was a girl that borrowed, but, uh, but I definitely learned some discipline.
2: But you know, and that, I, I'm so glad you say that because really that's, that's my training ground was not just Chad, but Chad's drag mother, Kiwi, Fantasia, Marilyn before LaDonna, all these people that really taught me, uh, how to be, um, and this is not to say you can't go to a show and go, Oh, I forgot this or that, but really taught you to go. Today I'm having a show. I need to get myself together for my show. Go to and work. For some people, it's not that serious, and that's fine too. But for everybody at Dream Girls, it really was it it was that way. Like, and again, of course you're gonna need help zipped up or hey, can you help me put this collar on or this or that? But um having to know, like not just know your audience, but know, all right, what I t- I would take that into and even now as I travel after drag race, when I go places, I think, all right uh anticipate and overcome what if i get there and this happens mm-hmm. then i have this to do like i really i really am that way because you know how i am anyway you know i'm nuts like yeah, yeah, you yeah. you know that i'm very like if it just doesn't like if i think that there's going to be something wrong i will just completely shut down and and completely withdraw from the situation mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's like and some people go oh and it's i'm not saying giving up but you know i will totally like go this is not for me." And people go, "Oh, but you're going to make this money." And I'm like, Mm-mm, I can't. I'm yeah, cool. And we've been in situations where I've done it, and it and it's to and other people have been to the detriment of a whole
1: project. Well, you know, I always find it amusing when you when you th- you know we're we're kind of both notorious for throwing our own versions of tantrums. Well, of course, so my my mine tend to be a little bit more dramatic with things being thrown against the wall. But you you have your way of throwing your own tantrum. <laughs> <My God. laughs> but you know what? I uh, yeah, d- uh, being part of the Dream Girls was it is always has been a uh, learning experience for me as a performer um i remember watching chad michaels for the first time in my life ever seeing someone uh dress themselves on a on their own towel like Uh their tights would not touch the fucking floor absolutely and chad was that first person that i ever saw do that like oh no bitch I'm, i'm i'm here i'm serious about this and when we were not serious about it we were reprimanded for it and yeah. I think that sense of discipline is very, very important. And I think it's something that could be missing from a lot of today's drag. Do you remember that uh, Hunter used to do bag checks? And it was like, do you have,
2: because uh, we would do production numbers, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to have your clear pumps, a
1: pair of black boots, <laughs> a pair of nude pumps, yes. and a pair Am- of black pumps. Absolutely. And, and I still stick to it.
2: Yeah. And they would come. he would come by and be like, uh... Do you have black boots? And I'm like, oh, well, we're not doing a black boot production tonight. Well, how do you know we didn't change it? It was a, you know? kit. Have have a kit. I still have a spindle. I still have a spindle of CDs here that are Dream Girl production numbers. <laughs> that's <laughs> like Dream Girl Productions 2004.
1: Like, Every yeah. man to his own oh. individual taste. We say, but we, we don't had fun. want to stand we had, fun. Oh God, my God. we had fun. God, we have We had fun. I, I miss, uh, when I lived in New York City, I missed the most being on stage and being with my uh, sisters yeah. from the Dream Girls Review very, very much. And that was way back in like 2007. Yeah. So till today, it still warms my cockles. Anyway, well, we have I wanna, tons
2: of these pictures. I mean, yeah, I wanna so I,
1: I, I just want to talk about this particular picture really, really quickly. Now, I gotta tell you a really fun fact about those blue sequin shorts that I'm wearing in that picture. Uh-huh. This is this is how long ago it was. That those blue sequin shorts belong to RuPaul. Oh, okay. Remember when Rue used to give me roomie downs? Yeah, I remember roomy downs. Yeah. There was a few of us who she kind of, like, figured, like, there was a few of us in the drag uh, uh, community at that time when Rue was living here. Mm-hmm. And um, she gave away, like, basically her roomie downs, like, all of her garbage, like, everything that she was, like, over with. She gave us in, in multiple trash bags. She gave some to I Jasmine. Jasmine, who's a you know, an icon here in LA and Kiwi also who's dearly departed and rest in peace to her. I was one of them. And I believe there was like two other girls that got trash bags full of RuPaul's stuff. And I remember the uh, Kiwi used to wear the little drummer
2: boy dress. Um, Also (laughs) the, uh, a little bit of love. Uh, jumpsuits that Candace and Jasmine wore in the video are still in circulation. Those ones that have like the dog
1: tags. I, ha, I, ha, I had one. She gave me one of those, but I, I mm-hmm. soon outgrew it and I gave it to Venus Delight. She yep. had Venus either. It. Yep. Yep. I think she either had Candace canes or Jasmine's. Uh, and because yep. it just didn't fit me anymore and I just didn't see myself in body suits. But those blue sequin shorts, once upon a time, belonged That's to amazing. RuPaul. Yes. I love that. All right. <laughs> little fun facts here that. on there. It's very that. It's very, very that. that. La, 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 la. It's very that.
2: Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Very That with Delta and Raja. Our episodes come out every Monday. So we want you to subscribe because we don't want you to miss a single episode.
1: Yes, you guys, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your opinion slightly. not Not too many opinions, but you know, Delta opinions I don't no know. i don't want to hear anyone <laughs> if you have any questions any inquiries any curiosities uh comments whatever you have to say please do send it to delta and raja at gmail.com we will take all of your questions and we will bring it up on our next episode of very that we are mm-hmm. so ecstatic we love that you're here Please tell your friends, listen to us, watch us. Make sure to join us on Very That every Monday. I love it. You got anything else to say, Delta?
2: No, I just, I mean, you know, send these messages because we truly do want to engage with people. And um, this is, we are both going to be able to see these emails. So, you know, you can send whatever you like.
1: Nudes. Send nudes. Nudes. Woo woah <laughs> <Ne-ne-ne. laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Forever Dog Very That is produced by Forever Dog. And Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and Raja. Music, sound design, and editing by Will Pitts. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.